Hello, hello, friends of the show, and welcome to Move Reviews in 20 Qs. I am your host, Sam Hurley, and I am joined this week by one of our regulars. Machu, how are you, bro? I'm doing good, mate. Uh, sunk a couple and uh, feeling all right. Introducing someone new this week on our podcast, it's Owen. How are you, Owen? Very well, very well. Yourself? Yeah, I'm great. I'm great. So what we normally do, Owen, is we check to see if you're a movie nerd or a movie noob. Now, what would you describe yourself as? Unsure of the difference, so I'm going to go for noob. <laughs> So anyway, people, very special edition this week because it is a drunk podcast. That's right. We're going back and doing what you guys have been clamoring for. We're going to go back and do another drunk one. We did the hangover last time. So this time we're going to do Bridesmaids. Now, before we get into the rules, out of 10,000, what would you rate this movie, Machu? I had a big think about this and I'm going to give it a pretty low score on my ratings, which is about 6,200. Oh, ouch. What about you, Owen? What would you rate this movie? I'd give it 7,000. I was actually a big fan of this movie. Is that so weird? Much is, that, is that gay? Is that, am I coming in a bit gay here this early? Oh, maybe, maybe my voice. But yeah, I, I was a big fan of it. I, I enjoyed it. See, I'm going to go a little bit higher than you guys. I'm going to give it 7,192 out of 10,000. If you haven't seen the movie Bridesmaids, what we normally do is give people a plot of this movie. So, Machu, would you like to hit us with a plot? So, th- this movie is basically based on a competition between the maid of honour and a bridesmaid over who is the bride's best friend. And this threatens to upend the life of an out-of-work pastry chef. Yeah, it's about right, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it's a bit light on the, the, the maid of honour is... Her life's um, a bit of a train wreck. Huge train wreck. <laughs> Huge train wreck. And she meets this her, um, this rival of hers who is just a just uh, actually just a better person in general. Yeah. Really <laughs> better looking, better lifestyle, yeah, better, better money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. So what we do on this podcast is we review a movie by asking twenty weird and wonderful questions about it. As I mentioned, we're doing a drunk podcast, so this week is a little bit different. We're going to play a bit of a game with it while we do it. So. Here's the rules for those of you that are listening at home and trying to play along. Basically, everyone must have a funnel before we start. Uh, we've, we've all done that. Uh, rule number two, we will start and we will end with an all play, as like we normally do with all podcasts. But as we can't decide who the best answer is from all of us, we'll probably just get into an argument. What we're going to do is we're going to have a rock, paper, scissors, and basically if two of us are showing rock, paper, or scissors, and the other one's showing something different, that person's going to have to have a shot. Then we're going to take turns asking questions. Whoever asked the question then decides who gave the shittiest answer and is going to give that person a shot. Though, late addition here by Machu with a bit of a rule change. Well, this is what I was thinking. If both answers are shit, then you both must have a shot. Fair, valid, but valid, but yeah. if both answers are good, then you can choose to take a shot. I might be new to the game, but am I getting the illusion that we're taking a shot regardless of what happens? <laughs> am I, yeah, am pretty I much. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. I'm in. Um, pretty much counting the minutes until the wheels fall off on this one I think because what we're doing is shooting a 20% bottle of schnapps Should and we name drop the brand of schnapps in case oh, yeah. a bit of marketing just if you want to play along at home um, ooh, ooh go for our first time decopia <laughs> De- that's pretty much word for word how you pronounce it oh, decopia <laughs> makes a world much better than living in <laughs> do you think that was good yeah. premier premier schnapps sexy, yeah so yeah, I mean, guys, if you're playing along at home, go to your local liquor store, try and find the cheapest and pinkest bottle of schnapps, because we wanted something that looks like the bridesmaids dresses out of this movie. And don't worry, guys, they'll give you a black bag to take a home in. Don't be worried about the pink. 
They're all pink inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the other rule that we've got with this game is that at the end of five questions, we will finish whatever we've got left in our drinks, regardless of how much we have left in it. And we're also going to start with that. So, Owen, who looks like he's got about <laughs> four-fifths of his bottle left, whereas me and Mutcher are down to the dregs. It's clear to see who hasn't played this game before. <laughs> That's disappointing, guys. Bottoms up, boys. Cheers, boys. Well, I'm done. <laughs> but this might take some time for Owen. I'm taking a little bit of a breather. Just a little bit of a break. Hey, how about a little bit of chat here, Machu? Machu, I've got to point out, I'm very surprised you're back. You were here for our last one. Yeah, you know, um, I'm always up for a few drinks and um, misogynistic comments. And well, there's kind of two reasons why I said that to you, Machu, is because going in a battle of wits against an Irishman is you just don't do it. <laughs> Putting ourselves up for a hiding. The no, other thing- no, you're not. Come on. <laughs> oh, he's almost finished. Now, the other thing about it was I actually did a tally on our last drunk podcast. Stacey did four. I did seven. And much of you were the clear winner with nine shots. <laughs> oh, is that why you've got me back, have you? To, to, to clean up all the, the drinks. Again. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Oh, God damn, well, I've been rumbled. Let's hope, let's hope Owen does that this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, before we get into the questions, we do have a word from our sponsor. This show is brought to you by Beer. Whether you've had a fight with your partner, your favourite team's just lost, you quit your job, or you just can't be fucked anymore... Beer is for you. You know you want it. Have we got an alternative in case someone's like allergic to yeast? Have we got like a, <laughs> a, have we got a, have we got a backup sponsor? This sponsor is brought to you by wine. Yeah. If you've given up on yourself and want to become homeless, drink yeah. a fuck ton of wine. Oh, disclaimer, by the way, uh, this show and the host are not responsible for anyone or anything that you sleep with after consuming beer. However, if she is extremely attractive, we will take compensation where we will require at least two photographs. Is it two? <laughs> yeah, two. At least two. Two photos. And we'd love a, a video. A video. No, a vi- oh, we, we, we would love a video, but we won't, we won't push it. We won't stretch it. Okay, guys. So we're going to start it off. And basically at the start of the movie, John Hamm's character, Ted, sleeps with King. Kristen Wiig's character. And, you know, they've, they've spent the night together. She wakes up. She, you know, puts her face on, tries to look all pretty. And, and then he's basically trying to get her to leave. But he doesn't want to be a dick about it. He even says that to her. Now, how have you guys got rid of a girl or a guy? It doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> but how have you guys got rid of someone without being a dick about it? Well, once once I had to disconnect my car battery. So when this girl had already asked me that I'd take her home in the morning. <laughs> you promised her everything, obviously. <laughs> promised her everything beforehand. You and then I decided I had, a, I had a change of mind whilst I was in the toilets thinking, yeah. no, I really want to go her to go now, but I actually need to... I'm actually way too drunk, and this is going to take hours and hours to sober up. So so I disconnected the um, terminal to the battery to my car when I'd started the car. It was an old-looking car, by the way. And I said, oh, look, it's just not working. You're going to have to find your way home. Listen, if you stand at the end of the driveway, I'll call you a cab. I'm a little bit more strategic. I flattered. More strategic than um, disconnecting the car battery. Yeah. <laughs> Use the future. Yeah. A lot of effort. <laughs> I worked in retail. So... I pre-warned I'm getting up early. I gotta get to work at nine. I didn't probably work till one, or I might have actually not even been working at all. <laughs> However, I did happen to have a backfire once. I actually had I'd hooked up with a chick and stayed at her place and she was a big fan of a radio show back in Ireland and she actually loved it so much and I actually looked a little bit like him. There was a little bit of a doppelganger no. look. And sh- no joke, I had hung on so much. I actually hung on because there was a bit of banter happening and I was thinking I'll get a breakfast and I'll show it back mid-afternoon. I'll, I'll, I'll see this one out. As, yeah. as, which is rare for men. You don't usually wear, you know, hit, hit and quit. 
And uh, but I was more like, oh, I'm gonna hang on and see this one. I'm she rang, hit. Yeah. she rang the radio station. Hit, hit and spit. I thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she normally the, quits before I hit. But she yeah. rang the radio station to leave them saying, oh, I've got this doppelganger that I've brought home last night, but he won't leave. What should I do? Oh, they rang her back. <laughs> they rang her back, and I was on live on air. And they were like, "What? What's your method?" And I was like, "Look, I'm I'm enjoying this. I'm looking for a bit of a bit of a breakfast or whatever, and see what happens, and kind of go from there." <laughs> so my one was back in my glory days of being single in London. I took a girl home. We woke up the next day, and she just wouldn't leave. And oh, when you say wouldn't leave, did you say like, oh, c- c- like did you hint, or was it just like she was just without? conversation she was just hanging on uh, she was just hanging around yeah, she was just yeah. yarning away all that sort of stuff so i got Spinning to a point ends. where i was like okay this chick's been here for like two and a half hours and like just oh, she needs to leave sort of thing like oh i've got to go about my day or you know that sort of I've got shit. to go back to sleep yeah yeah i've got to go get back a bit to of you porn in and yeah, yeah gotta, you know <laughs> she's a horror story no nah, <laughs> not that i wouldn't go that how far, bad a two out of ten i've i've had a lot of like therapy since then so it's kind of i don't really want to do the progress but <laughs> okay Let's say you're catching a fish out of the sea. Does she have three eyes or just the, the regular two? Yeah, regular two. Yeah. If she was a snapper, terakey, yeah, gurnard. Or a flathead. Or a flathead. Would you go <laughs> flathead? I'm thinking more of a groper. Oh. <laughs> yeah, good call. Good one, yeah. groper. <laughs> so anyway, what, what I basically said to this girl is, is like, look, you know, I don't want to be a dick or whatever. Basically similar to the line. I was like, I don't want to be a dick, but I've actually got to go to a friend's brunch. She was like, oh, that's cool, yeah, I'm leaving. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've got to leave, I've got to leave. So I got up and started getting dressed, and she just sat in bed and didn't do anything. And I was like, look, I've really got to leave. I don't really want to leave you here, my flatmate. So then she got up and got dressed. And then we started walking up, and she goes, where's your mate's brunch? I was like, oh, it's just um, just down the road. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. So then she, I was like, oh, I need to catch a tube sort of thing. I'll see you later. And I actually thought she lived in the part of London that I lived in, but she needed to catch a tube as well. And she said to me on the way, she's like, so where are you going? I was like, Hammersmith. And she's like, oh, cool. I'll come with you for breakfast. And that's when I said, oh, my friend's just like text me and he's cancelled. So I'm just going to cruise back home. I'll catch you later. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty hardcore. Oh, that was... I don't know about the disconnecting oh. of the battery. If I can be honest with you, I'm looking back at it now and I'm, I'm kind of thinking about my mind. That's like that's a little bit psychotic to disconnecting <laughs> the battery. That's, just, that's, that's actually strategic. That's oh, well, Here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Sam's actually had to leave his house. This is about getting someone else to leave. So <laughs> This is like... I, the, yeah. This is an all play and we're supposed to do paper, rock, scissors here but okay. no. both of us have stayed in our house yeah, we've, and we've, we've got left. there we've not no, left sorry, yeah. and someone someone else has yeah. actually had to leave his house not even that I've actually had to leave the postcode <laughs> like I've fucking gone all out Sam needs to drink on this one because you, you like <laughs> I'm strategic before I even go out I've got my story done yeah he did I, it afterwards because you know what he looks no offence you look at the kind of guy that you got surprised that you got lucky and I liked that about you and you were thinking oh my god I'm getting lucky what am I going to do in the morning I'll get up an this hour this never happened to me before I'm going to get up an hour early pretend I'm going to go for a whiz and I'm going to disconnect the car battery we've got a lot of um, pink drinks here but that that one because of the nature of this I'm going to hit you with a rattlesnake <laughs> to kick it off so cheers yep that tastes like uh Memory loss. Cool, so that's our all play question done, kind of. Uh, uh, Machu, you're going to start us off with your first set of three questions. Righty, and so the the movie starts off with an intense sex scene with Ted and Annie, and she doesn't seem to be getting as much enjoyment as him. Is Annie a killjoy in the bedroom? Straight off the bat, yes. Absolutely. 
Well, I, I sort of feel sorry for her because if we discover in the movie, like everything about her life just does not seem happy. So why not? The, the, the naturally part, flows onto the sex life. The one part I don't understand about it is she's not enjoying the sex. So why is she even going back to this guy? Is it just a need? Yes. I just look at her thinking like if she was enjoying the sex, maybe. But I'm kind of like she's not enjoying it. Yeah. He is. But he's awesome. <laughs> he's having yeah. a great time. He's, he's having, having a great time. Yeah. He's, he's having the time of her life. And she's, she's like, she, She's like, let's go slow. And he's like, no, fast. No way. Fast. Yeah. No way. He's literally thinking about himself. He's a mayfainer. Bit of Irish lingo there. Multicultural. You'd love that one. And uh, he's literally thinking about himself. And it's a bit like, look, this is what I'm doing. What you want to do later is all good for you. But... Yeah, it's it's a bit of a it's, a it's a weird one how she keeps on clinging back to him. Yeah, I mean, well, let's be clear here. Girls have a lot of options when it comes to sex. I mean, but when has ever when has a guy ever said, "Oh, hooked up with a chick last night." Oh, how was it? Awful. When has that ever happened? <laughs> oh, it happens. No way does, it does that happen. happen. When, 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 when does a guy say she's? I can name at least in, one time. It's <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it's people, people, what? they. Maybe not the sex and shit, but the the girl might be. Uh... Oh no, the girl could be horrific. <laughs> but no guy's ever been like, oh, you know, jeez, I had sex last night. How was it? Oh, it was terrible. Well, like that never happens. It's always gonna be like, oh, yeah, it was alright. Now she she was hideous, but you know, it was okay. Yeah, like, that's the guy mentality of it. Because yeah. look, come on, guys, guys, we're just so happy to be having sex. Guys' standard really is yeah. pretty low. Like yeah. as long as it's we're not actually having sex with our hand. We're pretty happy with anything else, bar an animal. Was okay? she willing and was she yeah, alive? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so we're talking about, is she a killjoy in the room, bedroom? Yes. You're saying she is. So, like, my answer is so similar that I'll just take the shot. I'm happy <laughs> to take the shot. Down the hatch, down the hatch. I, I actually think what makes it worse about her was that scene where she, is, she can't even leave the house. She you knows she stumbles over the gate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, she gets stuck on top of the yeah, gate. Yeah. I think that highlights the point is she is just, it's just such a shit show and a no show, and it's doom and gloom. It's like, like anyone else can leave with a little bit of dignity going, oh, that was shit. I walk out of the house and the I'm getting in a shame. cab. She can't even do that. She's top over a gate. Yeah, yeah. Or like well, the cleaner shows up and watch it like literally five seconds after she gets on the gate. And it's a the bit cleaner like, could, like, literally, could it get any worse? No. Radio. So he, here's my next question. Um, during the movie, we're introduced to a number of uh, different characters. Uh, there's mainly six main girls and also a number of kind of side characters. So are, they, are any of these actual likable characters in the movie? I'm going to go straight in. I'm absolutely in love with Megan. For me, straight up, if someone said to me, best character, I'd say 100%. Because I just think... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, we're not saying best is. character. We're saying likeable. Oh, so, no. I'd yeah. say, would, so you I'd say, be, would you be friends with, like, with Megan? Yeah. Megan, yep. Oh, I just think most likable character for me, if someone said to me, who would you love to be friends with tomorrow? Oh, the bridesmaids? Straight up, Melissa McCarthy. She pulled in nine dogs into that van <laughs> yeah. before anyone realised. She's batshit crazy. If someone said to me, who's most likable for you? i got hands, Melissa McCarthy, so, hands down. Owen's gone Megan. Who are you going? Megan, yeah. Well, that was the thing. That was my answer as well. Like, she was easily hands down the most likable character. Yeah, she was legit from start to finish. I mean, we even got a bit of character development in the terms of her actually having gone through shit, and she doesn't put up with it, you know. she's. Let me tell you, there is one other that trumps Megan, in my mind. And I am the judge, so I'll I'll leave that out there. Well, the other thing is Rhodes. I do like the Irish cop. Oh, you do? do the Irish cop, eh? The stereotypical Irish cop. Firstly, how did he become a cop in the first place? Well, they even say that to him. It's like, how are you still here? Are you illegal? And he's like, oh, yeah, don't tell the government. But what I liked about him was Chris Dowd showed up 
on the set and he did his Irish accent and then he did his American accent. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, go with the Irish one. It's is just, that true, is it? That's a true story, yeah. that's Because I am the fucking film nerd that I am, there's yeah. a bit of trivia behind it. And I liked him, man. Like He reminded he you of yeah. every other guy in the world that's just trying their best to get by. Tell you what, Sam. Fuck the police. You can have a drink. <laughs> who was your, even though I know you're the questionnaire, who was your... Uh, oh, the first person I thought were, uh, of was Megan. I thought, mm. crass, that yeah. actually rude. I'm actually a, was... bit, a bit of a disruptive person in, in social situations. And I was thinking, yep, that, that is a person that probably similar to my friend Sam <laughs> but you know you know what actually um, I, I really liked the dad I, I thought he was the only genuine honest person oh, yeah, the dude yeah. the dude had some the dude had it's some mad dreams and he's like and he like, paying for the wedding and like, he was not happy yeah, he yeah. was absolutely like, freaking fuck, out I like that dude I can see myself sitting there having a beer with him and yeah, like, yeah. yeah. alright to my last question uh, is Bridesmaids a breakthrough comedy or maybe a hangover wannabe? What do you guys think? I'm not going to say it's a rip-off, but I'm going to say that this movie probably couldn't have got made if Hangover hadn't been the success that it was. True. I'm going to go full nerdy on this. Hangover came out became one of the highest grossing R-rated comedies of all time. Whatever that first Hollywood pitch was, it was probably Paul Feig, the director, going in there and going, hey, look, everyone loved The Hangover. We're going to do a female version of it, but it's, you know, a little bit different. It's a bridesmaids. It's this story. What do you guys reckon? So it rode the wave. It rode the hangover yeah. wave. That's, and that, that's what led it to its success. Yeah. I, I think it's true to a certain extent. However, they didn't highlight the whole, the hen do as such. You know, like, I think hangover was built around that one night. You've got to give them credit. Like, if someone said to you, oh, look, there's going to be the female version of the hangover, you're always going to down it. Because, look... You know, you, you kind of never think it's going to be just as good. I'd put it up there. I don't think it's as good as The Hangover. I do think it's a breakthrough movie, so I'm going to give it to Sam. Yay! More of this pink shit. <laughs> cool, so time for my first set of three questions. A lot of random and odd characters in this movie, but which character do you guys think has secretly killed someone? Fucking definitely Rhodes. You can't fucking trust no Irish guys. No way, that's bollocks. That's the biggest sort of shit. <laughs> you reckon he's killed someone in Ireland and he's how the fuck did he get in how the fuck did he get become an American cop? He's, he's, he's easily Americans love Irish. He's Conor is cleaning up because of the Americans. <laughs> we all know Irish guys like to fight. That's why Conor McGregor is no. so good. So. Conor, did you get that? I'll tag you in that later, mate. You got that one. You'll probably tag me later, mate. I look, I look. I've got a beard. I wear a hat backwards most of the time. <laughs> White bald. <laughs> I love it. He's uh, describing his fantasies <laughs> at the moment. The facts are, he has a gun. He's got a creepy secret with Bill Cosby. And oh, yeah, the oh. Bill Cosby joke's weird. <laughs> I like uh. the Bill Cosby joke. And he's uh. an old guy, and he's on fucking traffic detail. What Do has he done? Though, he's been shooting guys. Disagree. Serial killer has to be the flatmates. Those two creepy yep. guys. The one who got the tattoo, they're fucking enclosed. I don't know, they're brother and sister? Are they brother and sister Same, in the movie? Yeah, they're brother, they're brother and sister. sister? Yeah. I think they're the serial killer. I reckon they Which killed... Their, Both of them. They're in it together. Who actually physically... <laughs> the, the actual killer is going to be the guy because there's no way she can actually possess the intelligence to, to actually kill a human She's being's She's out there on the street getting tattoos from random guys. Great tattoo, by the way. It's phenomenal. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Was it a war? He, he's, he's and the frozen peas he's on He's going to work all, all week. That's um, pain, pain, pain have you seen him working? Rent. Have you seen him working? He, he does work because he pays half the rent, remember? But, but have you seen yeah. him working? Have you seen him working? <laughs> oh, he's killing it. She's disposing of the body. Just like she disposes mm. of the frozen peas over her back. It's an easy <laughs> It's an easy thing. He's going with a bald guy, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> A stereotype yeah. bald guy oh, yeah, yeah. as serial killers. Are you a serial killer, Sam? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
God damn it, I've admitted to it. Yeah, much you getting the shot there on that one. So, uh, Owen, very um, awesome to have you here, and this is why I put this question in, given that we've got a very Irish character in this movie. So, do you guys think it's a safe stereotype that Irish guys are completely hopeless at romance? I'm going to have to go in straight in here early. Sorry, mate. I'm not even, I'm not even cutting you off. I'm saying you know, I'm speaking. That's bollocks. There's no way that we're hopeless at romance. At the end of the day, he stood his ground, though. Oh, right? you get the shot. Yeah. She... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait let's let, 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 continue. Let, 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 let's sway he me here. He stood his ground, though, right? Are we talking about... Oh, I'm going to speak about the movie first and then in general real life. Yeah. In the movie, came on a bit strong. Maybe he was punching above his weight. He looks like a quiet guy. He's got a big house for no reason. She came back crawling to him with the fucking cake. Who ate that cake? I'll tell you right now who ate that cake. Two of those sneaky little raccoons little ate bastards. the cake. Did he flinch? No. However, he did realise, wow, this is shit. I'm on my own. I'm a couple of weeks in. I'll turn up at the wedding. I've he killed did. a guy. I'm living in America. <laughs> he turned up at the wedding. I don't believe, like, look, we all know who invented romance. The Italians. Will mm. invent that? The Italians invented romance. <laughs> Closest thing to an Italian? Israeli. Go one more? Ireland. That's us. So I'm just going to go on geography alone and... Pronunciation <laughs> of Italians to Israelis to Ireland. Plus, we also voted the number one. Probably won't be mine because mine sounds not so great. We are number one sexiest language in the world. Sexiest Honest, accent or sexiest language? I should have said accent. I accent <laughs> <the> language <laughs> or language which I cannot speak a little bit of, which is an Italian accent again, which proves it's the sexiest language in the world. Yeah. You miss French, mate. French, uh, no, how no French? Way. <laughs> no way. No way. The key word here is um, is a safe stereotype that Irish guys are hopeless. I think most definitely yes. Irish are hopeless. Hopeless, hopeless at rugby. Hopeless. Oh, at the Olympics. Oh, 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 whoa, he's hopeless. coming out of the game swing. <laughs> Olympics. Olympics. We're amazing. We got a gold medal for show jumping. Do you know how tough that is? In 1972. <laughs> and we passed all drug tests. <laughs> the, the, the horse passed the drug test. That's good. It actually, no joke. No, it actually failed. So, yes, yes, Irish got. Yeah, you are. You guys are hopeless. Irish are known to be big drinkers. They eat potatoes. Racist. Have red hair and chase <laughs> Racist. 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 <laughs> So if you're looking to go to the pub and eat fish and chips with a ringer and just listen to good conversation, which we all know Irish guys have abundance of, um, good luck to you. And I don't, and, but don't blame me when you find yourself in a three-way with a midget holding a pot of gold. Well, firstly, that's <laughs> every single stereotype. In the world. That is a lot of stereotyping. That's a, that's a lot of racism. Think of the biggest boy bands in the world right now. Backstreet Boys, One Direction. That aren't American or English. <laughs> We're looking at Westlife. We're looking at a third of boys on. We deserve the credit we, we, we should. Do you know what I think kills us? Alcoholism. We do amazing. Hey, I okay? thought you said, I, thought you said I was racist when you guys said you're no. big drinkers. We chat you up, right? So we're in like Flynn. We're chatting you up. We're all the go. We're money in the bag. Booze too much. We're going to get floppies or we insult you and we're gone. Right, so yeah, do you know what? So you've you just proved that the Irish <laughs> So I've accidentally... <laughs> yes, you've screwed yourself here. I'll, oh, take, sorry. The I'll take, take the shot. shot. I'll take the shot. I'll take the shot. Cool. So it moves me on to my last question. Uh, in the movie, uh, we've sort of talked about the flatmates that were... It's been quite creepy, quite weird. But have you guys ever had a creepy flatmate that has like worn your clothes, read your journal, invaded your own personal space? When I was at uni, um, our flat, we um, 
didn't have a TV in our lounge room, but one of our flatmates had a TV in his own room. So um, I led uh, a mutiny of sorts to just set up the lounge in his room. When I say I led the mutiny, I, I just started going into his room and watching his uh, TV and... Uh, uh, I started to borrow his clothes and uh, so much of a creepy flatmate. <laughs> I started to use his uh, computer. Yeah, 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 that's a weird angle to go down. <laughs> what were you studying? Uh, well, I was studying commerce. Commerce was the oh yeah, yeah stand up. Yeah, yeah, studying his naked body while he slept. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then other people started coming in. So quite regularly, my flatmate would come home and maybe four or five people would be in his room. And then then we started having yeah, parties. And his room was the main room for the parties. And I also led that as well. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, pretty much, I, I've already won, have I? Yeah, this is pretty much a gimme. <laughs> Unless you start calling my mum something. No, I, no, I, I um, no, should. What, what's wrong with his mum? Jesus, no, Owen, come on, have, Sam. I want to the, take that. Yeah. <laughs> when I the wedding tent, I'd have got Irish, mate. And, he, and like, he, he wasn't creepy. He used to wear a bit of the clothes. But I, I wouldn't go down that kind of role of, 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 of creepy or of it. Like, he, he didn't invade my personal space, but... I'd be a sucker to say I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed it, but it was never yeah. really creepy. I'm actually happy enough to announce that I think I've won that shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You played the safe route there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How did he go down that angle of killing himself before? Oh, it's called honesty, mate. It's called honesty. <laughs> yeah. Being a, you know, we're going to have a bit of honesty. Yeah, yeah. Boys. I've talked about leaving the house. You've talked about how you're the creep. I think I'm due on question 15. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up soon now. Cool. So, Owen, it's time for your first set of three questions. I went for an easy one. Look, it's my debut. I went for one that I always knew. I found it humorous. I didn't know if you guys knew it, but two cast members are married in real life. Yeah, I knew already. I actually watched like a half an hour show on, you know, their life and stuff so like that. So did you know before, if you don't mind me asking firstly, did you know before you watched Ever Bridesmaids? Yeah, Mates? yeah. Oh, oh not, not, not before. I watched but afterwards? Yeah, okay, a couple yeah, of years cool. after, yeah. I actually thought it was quite interesting that Rebel Wilson and Matt Lucas, they met on set yeah. and they became flatmates afterwards. Yeah. And they'll be... Somebody's read the IMDb trivia. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, you know, I had to come... Yeah, yeah. We were in it. We were in it. We were in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this your answer, Sam? Have I jumped no, in? No, no, no. You haven't stolen my answer. Uh, okay, yeah. all right. As much as I thought, you know, uh, Megan and Air Marshal John, was it? That they, they was got it John? Together. No, I knew. He played it good, though. Yeah, he played mm. it good. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my interesting fact. Did you know? Yeah, I knew. I actually started going through the other cast to see if any of their husbands or wives actually popped up as, uh, you know, extras in the background. That or was whatever. a trick question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my bit of trivia for you is that John Hamm, who plays Ted, and we've got Ali Kemper, who plays Becca. Back when, before John Hamm was an actor, he was a drama teacher at a school, and he had Ali Kemper as a student. I think we should all actually do a shot on that. Yeah, that sounds good. This sounds like a rattlesnake. We'll do a rattlesnake. Yeah, it's yeah, a we'll rattlesnake. Because yeah. you got bitten. <laughs> tequila and lime. Ooh. How the fuck is tequila Chin, chin, boys. Ooh, shit, that's nasty, eh? Ooh, that aftertaste. <laughs> fuck. It's a bit like a vaccination. <gasps> okay. The Back rattlesnake. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you. Oh, Jesus. Stain cold. Uh, my next one, Annie doesn't have a photo in the movie, and it doesn't state what happened to him. Did he ever exist? If he did, who would play that role in the movie if she had a father? Yeah. Sam looks like he's missed this question, so he's going to have to think I'm looking at an empty page right now. What are you going so for? To answer your question, so did he exist? Well, there's obviously a father involved. So I think, I think it's implied that he ran off with a whore, slash what? his wife, of 12 years. 
So oh, yeah, as your mum says, yeah, yeah, is yeah. it? Yeah, in the I'm movie, yeah. that one. Sorry. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the. Uh, well, the thing is, she keeps is calling that? her a whore, but she's like, well, they've been together for twelve. Yeah, yeah, she's a whore, yeah, yeah. but they're married for twelve. Yeah, years. Really? I've never. Is that the wedding? Is it? <laughs> yeah. oh, no, it's well, it's before then. You know what movie so we're doing? Her mum. Her mum says, <laughs> yeah, yeah. "Is this the uncut version? Who should play her dad? I think because her mum says her dad grew up on a farm." I reckon Clint Eastwood would be the best. No joke, guys. This is no fucking bollocks. I was thinking in my mind, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> this old racist yeah. guy. Yes, yeah, oh, I'll give him my second option in a while in case you are my second option. Yeah. Back to you, Matty. I, I, look, um, the reason why I went with Clint Eastwood, because he's a classic Western man that obviously grew up on a farm. Racist. And no doubt, um, <laughs> no doubt, Dirty Harry would be stoked to be greeted by a beaver yeah. uh, first and give, um, give out cars for sexual favours. Which is um, Annie's mother was talking about. So Dirty, Harry, Dirty Harry's down for Ooh. the. Just to be honest, just in case you don't <laughs> the know chicken how, coup, just to where you work your way from yeah. the front to the when he ends up with. Just uh, in case two you don't know how deep mouth. you are, you are pretty deep right now. You need <laughs> yeah, a big fine. answer to get that's yourself cool. out of this. I can't believe we look. You talk. We're gonna have a chit chat at the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just speak into the mic for a while. We're just catching about back. Here's the like arrow to your Achilles heel, though. Clint Eastwood is what ninety, and she's what thirty. So he had her when she's at least Clint. Do you fancy coming over to New Zealand for a sperm test, mate? We've got a bit of an Achilles heel with this podcast that yeah. we're doing. An error, they landed on the Achilles yeah. heel. The, the other thing is, too, like, I mean, this movie is a bit of a drama and comedy. So when I read this question, I was like, it's got to be someone who's in his 60s or 70s, got to be a fairly decent actor. And I'm going to go with Robert De Niro. Does, no. Didn't grow up on a farm, mate. No. <laughs> the other reason is, as well, he's so good I meet the parents, you can't include him in that. Personally, I would have went for a complete game changer. What? I would have done Jamie Fox. I would have done a black folder. <laughs> I would have done a black oh. folder, which would have made people think, whoa, what is happening here deep down? I would have been a game changer. <sighs> Sam realised that he's lost so early that he's actually taken a shot already. I have. Yeah, it was pretty obvious in there when I got So I do, do apologise. Oh, this is my one. <laughs> have you ever had a bad case of the shits like they did at the, at the wedding dress? Shop. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say no, no, I haven't. But, but um, a friend of mine who will remain absolutely <laughs> nameless here. How close um, of a friend? Let's just say he was at my wedding, and I'm not gonna name him. Uh, yeah. Got the shits really bad at Memorial Park, and after being Fuck, asked be by several. Several old men in the toilets if he was all right. He tried to make his way up to his mum's work, and his mum works in a the med lab, so they literally test poos and wheeze for a living but he managed to um to bomb out the full level of their work have you ever had a bad case of shit not on any intensity level Ooh, like that have you yep. yo i like this <laughs> i like, I like off the sorry bat. i like that yep yeah no nonsense about this 2010 just met my mate Stephen haley on a trip in egypt had a really bad case of the belly me and dave were sitting down the back of this Back of the bus, you know, because only cool kids sit down the back of the bus. And Absolutely. we both were looking at each other and we were like, holy shit, I'm, I really need to shit. I'm actually not really doing fucking too well at all. And he was like, my God, same, same, same. So looking at each other and we said to the bus driver, how long to like the next toilet stop? And he said, oh, you know, like half an hour, 45 minutes or whatever. Finally get to the stop. Both of us go running to the toilet and it's one of those toilets where the two cubicles are beside each other. Ooh. There's air over top, over the bottom and we both hit the bowls. And then we both sat there in this precarious position of like, 
who's gonna shit first? And nothing was said between us for about five minutes. And then suddenly I hear and it was like the scene in Lord of the Rings when Gandalf comes over the hill with a thousand fucking horses and rushes oh, yeah. into the valley. Mm. Suddenly great scene. Suddenly everything came out on both sides. Right here, Owen. Like um so who who's who's one is is the worst? You Sammy gone. Sorry, Matty, Matty, go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Ooh, was, teasing why, you. Oh, teasing you, he is. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way there, guys, that's question number 10, so we've got to finish. Oh, fuck. yeah. so uh, Annie gets kicked out of her flat by seemingly bad flatmates, making her the worst person in the flat. So who is the worst person that you've shared a flat with, or maybe... I w- you were the worst person in the flat. <laughs> I'm going to come in. I'm Don't gonna, suicide yourself. Gonna, another oh, question. he's taking his hat off. He's taking his hat off. I'm coming in right now already. I'm actually going to be taking this shot. Because you know what? I'm actually... You might be taking had, two no, shots here. No. Oh, my goodness. I forgot about the rules. No, I've actually had great flatmates, guys. I'll be honest with you. What about that Lauren girl? Yeah, she became my fiance, which made it weird. <laughs> on, Sam, you'll have to punch yourself in the nuts to take these shots right now. Look, oh, I've had some bad flatmates. I've had some guys that have ate all your food. I've had some people that have brought back the party on a fucking Tuesday night. I've, I've had people that don't pay rent. I've had all of that sort of shit. By, by far and away, the worst flatmate I ever had, and I had to like Facebook her to ask her if it was okay if I tell the story, <laughs> was my friend Emma fucking Cody. Cody, you bitch. So, like, okay, okay. She used to get fucking blitz drunk with the rest of us, then wake up at six o'clock in the morning and start screaming, I'm hungover! And, like, the worst Aussie accent you've ever had. Was she well, Australian? Yeah, she was oh. Australian. Hands down, worst fucking flatmate ever had. Who drinks that? Who drinks that? I'm going to say, Owen. Oh, oh you drink just... that, toy. Oh, <laughs> I was asking you what for a surprise. <laughs> Rightio. So, uh, moving on. Uh, Annie loses it in an argument with a customer in a jewelry store. Great um, scene. Yeah, great. Oh, great. great scene, yeah. But she gets just gets continually shut down oh, by a this bitch little girl. She gets shut yeah. down by this yeah. little girl. How could she have shut down that little girl instead of calling her? I, I, <laughs> she I, does drop the C-bomb. Yeah. yeah, I was going to go in heavy. The only thing above that is... Punching her straight in the face. There's literally only sort of two terms. I I'll think give it to me. I'll, I'll, I'll be straight up with you. I give it to me. Okay, the thinking no, man yeah. c word is smegma merchant. <laughs> smegma merchant, hey, that's fucking brutal. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah. like, that's bad. Come on. Yeah. Hey, you, you're, you're, hey, picture this. You're 16. You've got shit exams. You've got a shit boyfriend. And some dickhead tells you that you're a... What is it? Smegma merchant. merchant. <laughs> Come on. Oh, that is shit. I'm sorry, <laughs> like, Owen. I'm going to go with Sam on this one. Rightio. Annie and Helen start the movie as rivals. Who is your nemesis and why? Spanky. And you fucking know this, bro. <laughs> sorry, guys. I might have missed that one. Uh, no, I actually don't. My fucking... Oh, my biggest rival is my best mate. Who's my best mate? Who yeah, we your best mate might be your nemesis. Yeah. Your nemesis is someone that's like, you know, your opposite, but kind of your equal. So I'm gonna, in terms of nemesis, I'm gonna go with one of my really good friends, uh, Ms. Wachtel, Ms. Jess Wachtel. She's a really good mate, but at the same time, every time I went out drinking, every time I was on the prowl, she would ruin every single situation oh. I have with a girl. She she would be the type of girl that, like, if I was yarning to another girl, she'd come up and be like, "Hey, did you know Sam's like, you know, Sam's got." Syphilis. So she was my nemesis. He said, "Oh yeah, more like a bully." To be completely fair, loose association. So sorry, yeah. Sam. <laughs> I'll take him. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Okay, guys. So we are treated to 
a very funny scene where they're on the plane and Kristen Wiig's character Annie takes a bit of whiskey and some medication and she ends up becoming an absolute mess of herself. Have you guys ever made a complete drunken mess of yourselves on a train, plane? We went to Queenstown for New Year's. We flew back Queenstown, Wellington. New Year's Day. It was me and some other paddies, Irish guys. We brought some fucking whiskey with us. We were drinking it on the flight. We had families around us, right? We were drinking whiskey shot per shot per shot. Families were disgraced. Flight attendants had said to us, if you continue to drink your whiskey, you will be arrested. Not even that. Not even barred. It was, you would be arrested. <laughs> and at one stage, we were like, fuck them. They can, they can arrest us. And we just drank straight out of the bottle whiskey. Sniddling <laughs> CC. Ironically, because of a New Year's Day credit, or credit's due, RNZ, they never did arrest us. <laughs> no. It was it was simple threats. All right, uh, well, there was this one bus trip from London to Pamplona to go see the Running with the Bulls. And um, a few of us, myself included, got mighty drunk on the, the way over. And and one of us, who shall remain nameless, Machu Toto, um, also to, was you <laughs> managed to piss himself in his seat whilst he was um, passed out drunk and so my lovely wife Carol put a put a nice uh, jersey on top of my pants to make sure that no one noticed it but what she couldn't disguise was the, the um, distinct aroma of urine throughout the throughout the bus itself and there was a number of people including the two girls in front of us um, who said can you smell urine? Of course Carol, being the lovely lady she is, said no, no, no. I can't, cannot smell urine. Oh, good work, Carol. But it's it was clearly obvious. <laughs> well, when I woke up, that I pissed myself, and I was. It wasn't just a you little. You know, this is going <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for me, that Carol didn't out me, but um, it was pretty obvious when I got to the campsite and I was the first guy off the the bus cleaning my pants underneath the the tap. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now nah, listening to the jeers going. Yeah, listen, we fucking knew it. What it comes down to is a guy that managed to make a disgrace of himself on a plane and get away with it, and a guy that made a disgrace of himself on a bus and then later incriminated himself. So you can see which way I'm swaying on this, can't you, Machu? Owen, you're going down. <laughs> oh, what? Me? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, brother. First time I watched this movie, I thought it was a comedy. I thought it was, you know, a few laugh-out-loud sort of scenes. But as I watched it again, holy shit, this is maybe a tragedy. From the start through to the end... Not a lot of shit goes well for Annie's character. So, come on, guys. Was this a comedy or was this a tragedy? It's a comedy, but it's got that typical girl's spin where it's the, the girls struggle against the world. This is what girls relate to. Tragedy, you know, their their life being broken down. And that's funny. It's guys like heroes. So that's what we relate to. Heroes like Ron Burgundy. And girl, girls relate <laughs> to broken down girls that end up finding themselves... And loving in, in um, unexpected places like movies like um, Pierce, I Love You or Eat, Pray, Love. Owen, <laughs> your answer. Like, look, I'm, I've lost, I've lost already. It's not even <laughs> one, like it's not even one my wild. I think they're done very well. As he pours the two shots in front of me. All right, guys, good answers there for the last one, but coming into my <laughs> final question. I'm taking Melissa McCarthy off the table. I'm taking the secret agent who knows how to scrap, knows what's oh. up, taking her off the table. Which one of these girls could take you out in the scrap? 100% Melissa McCarthy. I'm taking her off the table. <laughs> you can't pick her. Ah, uh, it's got to be Rita, right? She's ready to fight a dick, and I'm a fucking dick, so... 
Hands down, <laughs> one of my favorite lines of this movie was when she started talking about her kids. And her nine-year-old said to Ranking. her, I want pizza. And she said, no, we can't have it. And she's like, hey, mum, why don't you go fuck yourself? See, she's ready to give someone a beating. And to be honest, I wouldn't fight back to any of them. But I'd use my, use my words. I actually think you win. I'll be honest. But you're right now, I'll give it a hands down. Cool, so that moves us on to question number 17. Owen, you're up. Could they make a sequel? How would it pan out? I think the only natural progression from this movie would be a Melissa McCarthy sequel. I think her and the flight agent, you know, the air marshal controller that she comes across, they'd have a crazy stag do. They'd just have a crazy relationship. I think that's just natural. Could they make a movie out of it? I think they could. Yeah. yeah. They'd make an obvious movie and I reckon no one would go see it. That's that's my personal Ooh, opinion. Harsh. Ooh, ow. <laughs> Cold. I reckon what you'd do, Bridesmaids 2, it starts off. There's a hot sex scene between Rhodes and Annie. Ooh. They're going at it, and then you realise they're in jail. This is starting to sound like a porn movie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, before you realise yes, they're yes. in jail, Rhodes proposes to Annie. Annie says yes, and then you realise Rhodes is in jail because he fucking murdered someone. You know he murdered someone. Never. Him and Bill Cosby. Never. Him and Bill Cosby have a secret. I want to know what that secret is. I reckon it's because Rhodes killed someone. You know, Melissa McCarthy, she's got that um, governmental sort of crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, Helen already broken up with her boyfriend or, or her husband, Perry. Um, so she's looking for someone. She ends up with someone. She ends up with Rhodes' cellmate. What do you reckon, Owen? No, I'm sorry. I'm wrong and no. <laughs> it's a hard I, no. I, 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 it's a solid no. I love what you're backing, what you're doing. Making well, an entertaining well, fucking movie. I'm forcing you, Matt. You're in for the, you're in for the shots. You're in. Rhodes, though. Well, I love Rhodes. He's... My next one is, how do single women get so depressed <laughs> when their friends get married? So, like, I'm going to break it down to you because I've been there as well. And your friends. You being a single woman who hasn't got married. Why no? You you go first, bro. Oh shit! We're we're both going to dig graves here. (laughs) (laughs) I've already uh, crossed this road with my wife before I um, actually said it to you boys. But here's my take on it. It's like this. Uh, In the Foot Rot Flats comics, do you guys are you guys aware of that Foot Foot Rot Flats? No. Yep. Yep. So, and Foot Rot Flats is is based on a farm. And on the farm, the main character is a dog. His love interest is a female dog called Jess. So Jess is the only girl dog on the farm. And when she's in heat, she releases a pheromone that makes all the other dogs chase her, right? Bear with us, audience. That's what single women want. That's that's my opinion. They, um, They go out in heat and release a pheromone. And then they want every guy to chase them. <laughs> um, so of course the reason why they want every guy to chase them because the strongest guy will be the one that punches through and gets them right but if their friend gets married she's already taking a guy off the market so that weakens her pack of guys that chase her in the field okay <laughs> so so anyway what I liken it to is this have you ever been the last person at a party it sucks by the time you get to the end of the party, you're the one that's cleaning up, you're the one that's doing dishes, you're the one that's kicking out the drunk people. You're the one that's sleeping sucks. with the last girl. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Pretty much. It sucks. It honestly sucks. And I think that's what a lot of like women and men are 
disappointed by when they're at a wedding and watching someone get married it's like oh my god they're getting married and i'm not no one wants to be the last person no one wants to be the one that cleans up the mess what do you reckon Owen? exactly exactly bro who gets the shot sammy ah that's not the shot there sam it's the the shot the double shots so uh hindu versus stag do it's a big it's a big debate what's like what's the internal comparison deep down what do we feel like versus a woman going on a, on a hindu versus a man on a stag do See, the potential for awesome shit happening on a stag do is a million times fold than woman happening on a st- uh, hen do. Uh, like, you know, a man will get, like, in a crater to the wrong country, he'll get a tattooed, ta- you know, on him, he'll have his eyebrows shaved off. Whereas, like, a woman's hen's do, it's like, let's go out and... Or they'll go have, like, high tea, or they'll go, like, riding horses, or they'll, they'll go do something that's really interesting and memorable, whereas a guy will go out, get flippin' blitzed, I remember shit of it. For me, it's like stag dudes, uh, just the boys getting together for a weekend, getting drunk, giving each other shit, doing some activities, and looking at some fucking tits. I remember that's, my- that's a that's a fucking that's a stag dude. Hens nights are girls getting drunk, wearing dicks, taking off their clothes, touching each other, hooking up with a bunch of guys, and waking up in a strange house with no knickers. That's it. Waking that's up right. in a strange house. With, <laughs> waking up in a strange house with no knickers. <laughs> What what do you reckon, Owen? Very similar. I can't agree. I can't disagree. It's a similar aspect. It's. I think we all we all do shots. I think. I, I think in today's, <laughs> we all do shots. I think in today's world, you can disagree it, what happens. It's probably in a, a good idea. We all do shots. Yeah, and the hens do a stag do. Deep down, we all do similar. We take the piss out of friends, take the piss out of colleagues, and we all have a bit of fun deep down. That's yeah. That's yeah, it. Really. All right, guys. So this takes us down to our final question. Now, at the end of the movie, Helen organises Lillian and Annie's favourite group from when they were kids to come play at the wedding. They both love it. Let's let's flip it on its head. What band or artist that you used to love when you were younger would you be horrified or shocked to see at your wedding? Um, I'd be struggling to get myself at the dance floor, but if they played... Peter Andre, uh, mysterious. Oh, girls. I knew you were a Peter. <laughs> I knew you were a Peter Andre fan. Bro, that fella had some mad abs. He had some mad abs. So you're telling me that you liked him because he had mad abs? Hey, he's a fucking hero. Have you seen his abs? Of course, we're gonna hang out in London, maybe. Fucking Peter Andre, if you're cunt. listening, must <laughs> <laughs> no, no, love no, you because you're mad abs. No, no, no. You had a mad song, brother. But uh, I've moved on. I've moved on to a woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you've fantas- Ooh, this is getting really in depth. Yeah, so you've stopped weird. fantasizing over a guy in his abs. Yeah. Well, the, the thing was, the weird thing was that he he was the one that was dancing around, watching it for hours and hours. And then one of my mates said to me, "Bro, you watch a fucking half naked dude for hours and hours." And I was like, well, I guess Mysterious that's true. Girl, I want to get close to you. He goes, well, wouldn't you fucking look at half-naked woman? That sounds real gay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Owen? Is there like a band or artist or whatever from your childhood that you'd be ashamed to see at your wedding? You too. You too. You too? Wait a minute. Fuck. Oh, there's Don't some guy like outside. We're Don't supposed to rock, paper, scissors for this, but this is you too is a good answer. This. You two is not a good answer. You two is the gr- one of the great. Right. You two. In not- terms of embarrassing answers, you two is not embarrassing. No, but but like um, wait, where where are we at with this? Because you two is a great fucking Irish band, right? 
Peter Andre is pretty embarrassing. Like at least yeah. you two have had. <laughs> see, see, my one was like when I was ten or eleven, I thought Snow Informer was like the coolest Bro, song. That's not fucking embarrassing. That would have been mad shit. If in fact, and you wouldn't if he's not there. Could you imagine now if some guy showed up and was like, Informer, you're not super sick, you like a blam. Blam. To licky boom boom down. <laughs> Sing myself, singing him a layout. That would be amazing. But but the other one is, throw it down, I knew way too many lyrics from MC Hammer songs. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm thinking that <laughs> Sam's got better answers than us, so he, he should probably take this drink. You're telling me if MC Hammer MC showed up at your wedding. MC fucking Hammer is the man. Ha- how Hammer far time. has he fallen? Hammer time. Hammer time. Much you, you get the drink. <laughs> yeah. I reckon it's yours, mate. No, nah, it's all yours, bro. I reckon. All right. Yeah, we, we, we're finally going to have a rock, paper, and hammer. No, no, no. So on the count of three, we're going to do rock, paper, or scissors. Oh, this is all play. And the odd man out is Mr. Scissors. <laughs> Mucho scissors. I reckon, Sam, I reckon you should have fell on your sword then, though, mate. Come on, MC Hammer. MC Hammer's fucking cool. I've still got the CD. <laughs> I've still got the tape. Bro, he was cool 20-something years yeah, ago. Hammer but... time, mate. Hammer time. Amazing. Imagine would you want he... to show up at your wedding embarrassed your Oh, I wouldn't oh. be embarrassed. I wouldn't <laughs> really? be embarrassed. I think everybody else would be embarrassed for you. <laughs> this is this is taking a weird curve. Yeah, this podcast has gone for hours. <laughs> Anyway, dearest podcast listeners, that takes us to the end of our show. Hey, so before we finish the show, uh, any final thoughts? Machu, have you got anything that would you like to say about this movie that we haven't touched on? Yes. Is the... Uh, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm going all over the show. <laughs> to now. the wheels go off. <laughs> to the wheels go off. No, no, but Kristen Wiig wouldn't do a movie unless uh, Maya Rudolph was the, um, was the same character, Lee, and I thought that was, that was really nice. I like how sisters stay together. Oh, you got anything to add? Meanwhile, Owen's blacked out. Anyway, guys, that takes us in the podcast. Thank you, Machu. Thank you, Owen, for coming along. Yep, Thank what you. he said. Uh, Owen, well done. Congratulations on your first podcast. Thank You've done you. well. You've, you've been good. And cheers again, Machu, for coming back to do a drunk podcast with us. Uh, Stay tuned, dear listeners. We've got a Spider-Man podcast coming up. We're also going to go back and do Kahu's favorite movie, Office Space. And we're going to have a crack at a few others. As always, we are open to your guys' suggestions, so chuck one in, see see what we're going to throw down. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. I think we should start doing two shots. <laughs> My mate's annoying girlfriend was constantly over, and she asked us if we wanted to play a game, and I said, yeah, I've got a game for you. How about go home, stay home? The people you guys she have gone for the with, government. But... Jeez. Yeah. But... You work for the government and you're bald. Yeah, and um... I've killed people. So that's that's where that question came from. <laughs> if you'd mentioned Colin Farrell, who was uh, such a man yeah, whore. But he's a dickhead. Dog. Yeah, he's a <laughs> Sorry, Colin. Yeah, yeah. If you ever listen to this, I love it. You're from Dublin, ain't you? You're from Dublin. I love that because you're from Dublin. But Conor come McGregor. on, you probably are a dickhead, though. <laughs> so Colin McGregor. Like, look, I'll, I'll fight you. Whatever this I said, whatever I did, this is Ronan. Fucking Ronan, eh? This no, you guys what? always go back to Ronan. I don't want to. Who's next Connor on Ronan. our Irish list of people to piss off? Hey, Liam Neeson, <laughs> if you're listening, fuck you. Taking three. Sorry, Liam, you're a shit father, mate. If your daughter's been taken and your wife three times, you've got serious problems. Oh, listen, he's coming in hot off my back shoulder. Here he comes. Oh, right. <laughs> he's coming hot up your back shoulder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you guys are fucked. And welcome back to the podcast hour. I'm your host, 
DJ Sammy Dick. That's creepy, man. That's Sammy creepy. Dick. That's Sammy creepy. Dick. If they came and played at your band or wedding. Well, well, who would play it at my band, though? Fuck. I've actually sharted. <laughs>